It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Petter, RangersWriterWFA.com. Joined as always by Morgan Price of LoneStarBall.com. Morgan, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, cut back from a very nice weekend, except driving back, I almost hit a deer and blew out a tire. So um, other than that, <laughs> doing pretty good. Um, we are in the full swing of the off season. There's a few Rangers news and notes tidbits that we're going to get to today. Um, a little bit about what they're going to spend in free agency, about the cost of the stadium, and about Ellis Andrews sticking around. Um First, let's get into uh, some of the financial news. Um, Evan Grant wrote about um, how the Rangers are going to be big spenders in uh, in free agency, which was uh, a little questionable because, like, we didn't we haven't seen this ownership group go out and spend a whole bunch of money, um, especially with uh, Jeff Wilson reporting that um, the Globe Life Field the costs are going to hit about 1.2 billion dollars to build this stadium, which, for some perspective. There's only one other billion-dollar stadium in baseball. I feel like there's, like, a crap ton in, like, football and even in mm-hmm. basketball has a bunch. But um, the only other billion-dollar stadium is Yankee Stadium, which was $1.6 billion. The, the Globe Life Field um, is right around $1.2 billion right now. Um, the next closest is um, the Braves New Park, SunTrust, at $672 million. And oh, I think wow. the number... That surprised me the most because I was I was going through here. I can send you this link if you want to look at it, um, and we'll tweet it out. Um, but it it showed the cost of all like current parks. Um, the cheapest one um, at cost of construction was Wrigley Field. Um, I'll let you guess. We'll I'll give you an over under. Um, let's see. Over under five hundred thousand dollars to build it. Keep in mind it was built in. Where is this? It does not say. Um, I think it was 1930, um, in the 1930s. Mm, I'm going to go under then. Correct. It was, um, oh, it was, it was opened April 23rd, 1914. Um, so yeah, $250,000, <laughs> which is the, uh, and the next one is Fenway at 650. And then it jumps up from 650,000 to, 110 million in Camden Yards. But yeah, I thought the Astros would be much more expensive. There's just 248 million, which is kind of surprising. Like I thought a lot of these stages would be more expensive. But anyway, the the next one under um was 600 the Braves Park was 670 million. So the Rangers are building the second most expensive stadium in baseball, which is not it's not something that I expected them to go and spend on, given their track record with ownership and, and spending on contracts. Is that something that you thought that it would be like this expensive? 
Uh, no, and I'm I'm surprised that it's the second most expensive. I thought for sure Atlanta would have been way closer to a billion, or at least a billion. Um, but yeah, it, it's surprising. It's also surprising that they're spending that much, and then JD coming out and saying that they're really going to try and be contenders, and it sounds like they're going to try really hard to get some of the top free agents. Yeah, that's really... Um... Really exciting. Um, yeah, I went and double checked it just to make sure because I'm like, there's no way it's 600 million. But yep, that's that's what it was. Um, which is funny because just down the street, or actually, I don't know. I think it's pretty far in Atlanta. Um, but their NFL new NFL slash MLS stadium that they built, um, Mercedes yeah. Benz Stadium, is 1.6 billion. So, yeah, football stadiums are just a lot more expensive, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's exciting to see them say, like, even though these costs are rising that they're going to go and be players in free agency. I mean, I know they got to like fill out their roster um, and go be aggressive, but I wasn't sure that they were going to be up for it, honestly. And this is some really encouraging news for, for Rangers fans because, you know, I mean, Elvis just, just took his option. So they still got him on the books for a little while. Um, I believe this is choose last year or is next to last year um, on the contract. I'm not exactly sure. How that works, I'm going to go look that up um, real quick. Um, but yeah, they don't have, other than like Chew and uh, and I guess Elvis, like there really aren't that many like big contracts. I mean, Odor's is like the next biggest, but even like mm-hmm. Elvis is like around like 15 million a year, I think. It's like not that much. Um, it's not something huge. Um but yeah, choose deal. Um, yeah, 2020 is the final year of that contract. He'll be owed $21 million in that year, um, and he will be 37 this year. So there's no like option or anything after that. It's just like this year is it. So if you wanted to trade him for some other big money contract to kind of make the money kind of similar, um, he could go in there. But yeah, I'm encouraged by this. Um I really want the Rangers to go out and spend a whole bunch of money. I'm trying to spend like all of the billionaires money um, out in free agency when I'm like looking at lists and stuff. But um, yeah, definitely encouraging sign. Um, But the news about um, Elvis Andrus's contract, he had an opt out for this year where he could go and test free agency. Um, If he didn't opt out, then he had a lot more um, years on his contract. Let's see. It goes all the way through 2022 guaranteed. Um, it's got an option, a vesting option, they call it, um, for 2023. Um, so that option will vest. So it'll happen if he gets 550 plate appearances in um, 2022 or 1,100 combined plate appearances in 21 and 22. So he's here for the near future, which is exciting. He's the longest tenured Ranger. There's no one even close to him in in terms of number of years he's been here, which is just so exciting to have a pillar of the organization around here for this team. Morgan, how important is it to keep Elvis Andrews around? Not just because we love him, but also just because of what he means to this team. Uh, it's super important. He's based, I mean, as far as time on the team, he's the obvious veteran of the team as far as that goes. Um, and with Chu being his last year, I think Elvis becomes the immediate veteran um kind of maybe like Beltre as far as like captain of the team if you want to go there 
Um, and I, I think Elvis is very respected in that clubhouse. I think a lot of the young guys look up to him. And so the fact that he's staying and staying for a few more years, I think that's important, especially, you know, going to the new field. You have a face that you saw all the time at the old field. And now at this one, it's kind of um, not passing the torch, but it's it just kind of nice to t- have a new field because that's going to it's going to be nice, but it's going to be weird. I feel like to see the Rangers playing on a different home field. Uh, so I, I think Elvis could be a big part of as far as being like the face of the Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about why he might have made this decision, um, him being with Scott Boris and the other um, shortstops on the market that um, he might have been worried about going up against and if he's better than all of them, which, spoiler alert, he just might be right after this. Hey, guys, it's time to talk about sex. Good sex. You know, remember the days when you were always ready to go when you were a young stud and, you know, it wasn't any, any trouble getting it ready for, for your partner? Now you can increase your performance and get a little bit extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's like the color blue and chew like what you do. So they're here to help you out with your sex life, make things spicier, make sure you last all the way until the ninth inning, you know? Don't want to get pulled out of there with a reliever, you know? You really got to be make sure you're ready to go and just like you were back in the young days. This isn't for guys who can't perform. Any guy who wants a little bit of extra help in the bedroom, you know, this is here for you. It's a perform- it's a legal performance-enhancing drug. So, Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships straight to your door, very discreet package, no in-person doctor visits. I know that's really uncomfortable. No waiting at the pharmacy, also super awkward. You don't want any of that. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So if this sounds like something you want, Morgan, where can the fine fellows get this stuff? You can visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code MLB. All you pay is $5 shipping, and that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com with promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew's the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. New game day shirt? Boom. Cashback. Food for the tailgate? Boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. So there's not that many other shortstops on the market. Um, I will go read you um, on this list the top four. There's actually really only four guys listed here um, as free agents. So there's Jose Iglesias, who's 30. I don't know when that happened, but I, I was not okay with it. Um, then there's Didi Gregorius, um, Edini, Edney Hechevarria, um, who's 31, Jordy Mercer, who is 33. That's it. There's just not a whole lot of other competition out there. Um, let's see. Elvis is 31. He just turned 31 in August. Um, so, Morgan, would you say he's better than than all four of those shortstops right now? Yes. Um, and I, I also, I can see why Elvis wouldn't 
want to test free agency. Obviously, I think he loves it being a Ranger. I kind of feel like he could spend his whole career as a Ranger, which you don't really see a lot of baseball players spending their whole career with one team anymore. <clears throat> and I think Elvis could really do that. I think of all the players that I can think of, he would probably be the one that would at least tr- attempt to do that. Um, yeah, so I- I'm glad he stayed with the Rangers. I I feel like if he went with free agency with how the market was last year and probably this year, I don't think he would have gotten what he deserves in a contract if he went with a different team. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he had a little bit of a down year this year. I mean, he was great like the past two years at age 28 and 29 this year. Like he was, he was fine. um, But he wasn't like what he was in those couple of years. He got back to being a really good base dealer. Um, He always has pretty solid defense. Um, but his offense kind of dropped off just a little bit. But here's what he's going to be making in the next few years. He made $15.2 million this year. Um, so in, here's the rest of the contract. 15.2 next year, 14.2 the year after, 14.2 in 2022, and then $15 million even in 2023 if that vesting option happens, which honestly I think it will. Um, he's a durable player, and... I think he should be still at shortstop by then. Um, he might have slid over to third base or second or who knows, honestly. I can't predict what's going to happen even next year, even in like two months in, in this offseason. But um, it's nice to have a sure thing like Elvis Andrews around for the opening of this new stadium. And just because, you know, Elvis is amazing and we love him and he's so important to this team. And honestly, I can't imagine starting a stadium, opening a new stadium without Elvis Sanders there opening day at shortstop. Can you? Not at all. Absolutely. So we're glad you're back, Elvis. Um, Please stick around for as long as you like, which is hopefully forever until you retire um, on your own terms. But yeah, very excited about Elvis staying put. Very excited about the Rangers being able to spend money. Um, That's about it for today's show. Um, there's this article written by The Athletic um, about uh, all these different scenarios um, that the Rangers might try and pull off. And it was kind of this whole series of like who like the um, the writers for each team playing GM. Um, so Levi Weaver was in charge of what the Rangers would do. And there were some very interesting and exciting trades um, that he made there. So we're going to take a look at that on Friday's episode um, but for right now, that's all we got for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Make sure you tell your friends about us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on Google or Apple, or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get them. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Morgan Price, at Bryce Patrick, at Lockdown Rangers. We really do appreciate your support. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.